Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Uh, this is our first podcast. Uh, we are representing the Monroe-Lenaway County AFL-CIO Central Labor Council and the United Way of Monroe and Lenaway Counties on this podcast. We are wanting to introduce ourselves uh, for our first podcast. And uh, with me today uh, is Chris Sharp, a uh, member of UAW 723, and Candace Stacy also uh, members of UAW 723. So I'm going to go ahead and kick it to Chris. He's going to tell you a little bit about his background uh, and what his experiences are with the uh, with organized labor. Thanks, Mike. Hey, everybody. Like you said, Mike said, my name is uh, Chris Sharp. I'm a member of Local 723 here in Monroe. Um, as a kid, my grandfather uh, ended up being a 42-year member of Local 723 with Ford Motor Company. So, uh, you know, as a kid, a lot of, spent a lot of time at the Ford plant uh, with parties, local hall parties, Christmas, Easter, you know, things of that nature. Uh, as I got a little older, uh, my dad became a part of Utility Workers Local 223 uh, at the Fermi plant. Um, with him, you know, he was a chairman for four terms, I believe, uh, newly elected again as a chairman. But, uh, you know, I walked the picket lines, both informational and otherwise. Um, you know, peaceful protests against right to work here in the state of Michigan. Uh, as a kid, I was up there for the, the pepper spray and the horses and the tents being torn down and all that good stuff. So uh, my history in, in organized labor goes quite a ways back. In uh, September of 2015, um, as I was an adult, I hired into my plant, which is represented by 723. Uh, I became an appointed delegate to the Central Labor Council in August of 2016 um, and appointed alternate committee man at my plant in September of 2016. Uh, 2017 was another, another big year. I was elected trustee at the Central Labor Council in February. Uh, a committee man and a sergeant at arms to the local in May of 2017. Uh, January 2018, I was asked to be part of the board of directors for United Way with Northern Illinois County. So um, very familiar with the partnership between AFL-CIO and United Way. Uh, 2019, um, I was elected again as a trustee for the Central Labor Council and then won a special election uh, for vice president of Local 723 in August. Uh, 2020, uh, I was asked to become a chairman of Labor Day event here in Monroe. Um, which unfortunately last year we didn't really get to uphold, but um, it's been going good for the last eight or nine years and something we look forward to keep moving forward. In May of 2020, um, my president got moved on to international staff at UAW, so I became the acting president from May until September. Uh, September, I'm back into my shop, and uh, you know, currently I'm an appointed committee man, um, alternate chairman, alternate health and safety rep. Uh, 21, January this year, um, board of directors again with United Way. And then uh, earlier this month, I was elected first vice president of the Central Labor Council. So uh, a lot of history in my uh, 32 years of being a part of organized labor. And, uh, you know, it's nice to see we can be able to do things like a podcast or like you can or partnerships that benefit both the community and the people that are involved. So I appreciate your time and look forward to carrying this on. Thanks, Chris. Uh, it's an uh, extensive history of uh, labor involvement, whether as a child or uh, as an adult. Um, I didn't even, uh, I guess I didn't realize that, uh, that your grandfather was, uh, was a member of, uh, 723. I knew your dad was a utility worker, but I don't think I knew your, your grandfather's background at the Ford, uh, Ford motor plant when it was operating. Yeah. He, uh, like I said, he spent 42 years down there. My, uh, my uncle spent 14 years down there. Uh, when Monroe plant shut down, he went to Dearborn truck. Um, so tied into 723 pretty heavy. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a shame that we lost that Ford plant uh, in Monroe. That was uh, lots of families, uh, lots of middle-class families were, were raised in that plant. And uh, that was tough times when that plant shut down, which was 
right about the time that I was coming into being the liaison that that plant was, was being idled that what a, uh, what a travesty for, for Monroe County. Yeah. You know, it, it's hard to sit back and watch, uh, you know, corporations do these type of things because it only affects the community adversity, right? I mean, theirs is a numbers-based uh, rationale, and ours is how can we help our membership? And uh, just as fast as these plants go up and the community builds up, they still fall apart when they shut down. So you know, hopefully with, with everything that, that we all do and everybody affiliated with both AFL and the United Way, we can uh, try and prevent those from happening any further. Awesome. Thanks, Chris. Uh, Thanks, Mike. Appreciate I'd like it. To, uh, yeah, absolutely. I'd like to go ahead and introduce again Candace Daisy, um, also a member of 723, that she's got a very different perspective uh, than both Chris and I. Um, Chris had a long history. I have a long history. Uh, Candace, um, as an adult, when she joined the local, um, when she uh, became employed, was the first her first experience as a union member. So, Candace, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Hi, um, I'm very excited about this podcast, and I'm glad to be part of it. And like Mike said, um, I had, I wasn't growing up. Oh, sorry. I didn't grow up in a union, in a union family. Um, so technically I guess I'd be the first generation and I'm very motivated. I have a lot of fun doing it. Um, the only thing I remember as a kid, um, anything about the unions is my mom actually worked at a big company. I won't say their name, but she wanted to, I guess a couple of people there tried to unionize and they kind of like shut it down immediately. Like they threatened to fire them, uh, because this company is so large that they can just shut down a, their store and just open it somewhere else. So they kind of just like muted them out. And I never understood the importance of a union back then because I was a kid and I wasn't raised with it. But now as an adult, I understand the full severity of it. And I understand now what the unions have done to fight for, for our, just our way of life, our way of work. Um, I grew up with a lot of community service in my background. So like, that's my main focus of what I've always done. And that's kind of like what I wrapped it into for what I do at my local 723. Um, so I started back in 2011. That's when I became a union member. Uh, so I didn't really become active until probably about 2015 when I took my first UK class and it kind of opened my eyes to what the unions do for our community, for community service wise. And it was absolutely amazing. My first event was uh, Easter egg hunt and I was hooked after that. Um, so I was participated in UK classes from 2015 to where I was able to actually teach a segment in 2019 on how to establish a community service committee, which was really cool, but nervous, nerve wracking because I just, I don't do well in front of people, but I actually helped some people, which was awesome. I have been the community service chair at my local since 2015 also. And because of that, I was able to start a relief resource program, which is a program that we designed for our members in case if they need something, um, if they, any kind of like, like if they need, like we have a food pantry, if they needed, you know, a box of food to get them through the end of the week, or they need to, you know, get help talking to somebody or figuring out how the unemployment works for when their plant gets shut down, things like that, which is really cool. I really like that program. Uh, I have been a CLC, which is the Central Labor Council, delegate since 2019 and also in 2019 it was actually a pretty cool year um i won the walt campbell community service award uh which is a complete huge honor because the guy was just a phenomenal person uh 
I, like I said, like I haven't been really into the unions that much, but now that I'm learning as I go and I have a lot of people who help me and teach me along the way, I love what I do. And I, uh, I hope to be raising my, uh, a next generation union member as well. So thank you. Thanks, Candice. Why don't you just talk, tell us a little bit about this uh, next generation uh, child you just had. Uh, well, he was five and a half months old and he went to his very first union meeting when I want to say he was six or seven weeks old. Um, so I'm starting him off right. Uh, and I am very looking forward to getting him involved and the events that I am involved with, like with the mobile food pantries that we do, the things that we do down in my local, the parties we do, just to get him involved and to, to educate him to where I wasn't educated as a child. I want him to know like where he came from. I want him to know what people had to do, the struggles they went through to get the easy like eight hour work day. So that's what I'm looking forward to. And he's awesome, by the way. Totally awesome. Of course he is. <laughs> that goes without saying. <laughs> so, uh, unfortunately, um, our our fourth uh, uh, podcast participant, uh, uh, Daryl Yarger, who is a member of the International Association of Firefighters, Local 326, is was unable to join us today. Um, our schedules uh, all are, are all different. And uh, Daryl, unfortunately, is on, on shift today. And he obviously got a call because he's not, uh, he wasn't able to join us. So um, going into a little bit uh, of my background, very similar to, uh, to Chris, I, I grew up uh, in a union household. Um, both my parents, uh, my mother was a member of the UAW. Uh, my father uh, was a pipe fitter. My grandfather and uncles were all sheet metal workers. So um, I, I was pretty diverse in uh, navigating both uh, building trades and industrial trades, uh, which are extremely different. Uh, uh, when I got the position that I currently hold, it help, hold it was very helpful to me uh, to be able to navigate both of those uh, both of those institutions. But uh, I had a great childhood, uh, though. Though my father was unemployed uh, from time to time in the trades, which is uh, pretty common, uh, especially in the 80s. The 80s were difficult. We went from uh, my father working, uh, you know, 712s uh, or 14s uh, at Fermi 2 nuclear power plant when they were building Fermi 2 and uh, demoing Fermi 1. Uh, you know, six figures were coming into the household. And then we went 18 months with uh, nothing coming into the household except for uh, the wages that, uh, that my mother was earning. So it got... Uh, it got a little diff difficult uh, from time to time. Um, I graduated in 92, uh, went to college, uh, started working at the Monroe County Youth Center uh, while I was going to college, and then uh, hired in full-time in 1994, uh, which both of these two were probably uh, pretty young at that time in 1994. And uh, uh, so I'm the, uh, the older gentleman of this, uh, of this podcast. But uh, um, I attended uh, my UCAN class in 2000. Uh, Jerry Hessen, my predecessor, ran that. Uh, both, uh, um, actually, Chris's father, Lee, uh, was in my class, along with my community services chair, Wayne Meehan, who, for the longest time, I thought they were father and son. They looked exactly alike. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know, Chris, if you've ever uh, put your dad and Wayne next to each other, but 
they sat next to each other in class and I thought, God, this is really interesting. Both of them going to the class through this class at the same time, but uh, not related, just very close. Uh, so uh, very interesting. And um, that was just one of the um, potential educational opportunities that my president, Bob Hoffman, put me through. Uh, he took an interest in me uh, as a young union member, made sure I got all the education that, uh, that I could possibly con consume. And it was pretty soon after UCAN that he asked me if I would be willing to um, take over as, as president in the next election cycle, which I did. And uh, it was, it, I learned a great deal as president negotiating contracts um, and helping to better not only, um, we're an amalgamated or, unit, so we had five different, uh, five different union sites, um, including uh, the youth center. So it became very interesting negotiating contracts. Um, so in 2006, I was offered the position as uh, the liaison in Monroe, and I accepted that position and have held that position uh, for, um, you know, 15 years. So it's been a great experience. I've come in contact with many union members, just like Chris and Candace and Daryl, um, who've attended uh, UCAN classes, and I've got to know uh, much better. Um, we do a great deal of community service work in the Monroe area. Candace mentioned a few of those things, the Easter egg hunt, which now has transitioned to build a better world, which is focused on literacy and connecting um, youth and parents to local unions so they understand what those local unions do. And if they're in a position that they could use a better way of life, that uh, perhaps they wanted to join one of us uh, in pursuing a career um, in any one of our institutions. So uh, we do a great deal of community service service work uh, like Project Ramp, uh, for example. We, Project Ramp started in 1989 and we've built now more than 250 ramps in both the County Monroe and now the County of Lenaway as we became a two county organization. So, um, we're, we're doing some good things here uh, in the Monroe area, but uh, we certainly want to uh, expand expand that. We can always grow. And uh, this, this podcast is designed to educate, make our reach even further to educate folks and hope that they will, uh, will join us. So um, Candace, uh, Chris, uh, anything that... Uh, you think maybe we should cover before before we sign off today in our first podcast? Nothing that really comes to mind, Mike. Uh, I think as we move along in the process of establishing this podcast, I think um, session to session we can elaborate on some things. I think we're very beneficial to those that do get the ability to reach out and listen, and uh, you know, look forward to any topics that may come through. And I think that people should understand that. You know, this is about education and this is about like explaining like what we do in our backgrounds. So it's not just about one certain thing. Like Chris is all about education. Like that's like his that's what he's really good at. And I have focused on community service and every one of us has a different aspect of what we bring to the table. So. Absolutely. And I can't wait for uh, for Daryl to to join us. I hope that this is the first and last time that we'll be spending time talking 
specifically about ourselves for any period of time. And it'll become more interactive because we want folks to enjoy this. We want this to be a very casual, um, casual podcast and um, are excited about uh, talking about the things we're doing in Monroe and Lenaway County. So uh, with that, uh, just want to thank everybody for joining us. And I hope to uh, see you and talk to you all very, very soon. Thank you.